So you decided you want to buy a gun, but how do you choose which one? You don't have time to test every handgun, rifle, and shotgun out there. NorCal Gun Vault can help you out. Yeah, the folks at work there are passionate about firearms. They hunt, they shoot. You can tell it's not just a job for them, and it shows in their ability to find the perfect firearm for you. NorCal Gun Vault is fully stocked with hundreds of handguns, rifles, shotguns, not to mention tons of ammo, dozens of accessories. Yeah, whether shooting is just a hobby, you're a hunter, or you're thinking about owning your first gun, NorCal Gun Vault has exactly what you're looking for. By the way, if cash is tight right now, but you really want to get a gun, NorCal Gun Vault will work with you to create a layaway program individually tailored to what makes sense for your budget. NorCal Gun Vault opens seven days a week, locally owned and operated. Check them out at NorCalGunVault.com. NorCalGunVault.com. It really matters when you're dealing with experts. Go to NorCalGunVault.com, NorCalGunVault.com. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. I don't even want to be here today. I don't want to talk about this crap. I don't want to talk about it. Sign a contract. Start talking. Does the contract specifically say we have to talk about the big story of the day, though? No. What if we just pretended the whole thing didn't happen? It'd be fine. Talked about something else. I'm in. Uh, obese pets in America. Or something. Oh, look how fat they are. Exactly. The pro- it's a Waddling down the street. Why don't you take care of your pets? Consult your veterinarian. Live from Studio C. C, Senior. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The Unraveling. The unraveling. The wow. unraveling has begun. Wow. The unraveling of the knit fibers. Of, yeah, I didn't really plan out the metaphor beyond the unraveling, but uh, we're unraveling. So you like a uh, certain other leader I know. Just launch in off the top of your head <laughs> without perhaps a planned out statement. Well, sometimes. It could get you into trouble. Uh, I don't think poorly put knitting metaphors are nearly on the same level. So we're going to spend four hours. Sean's going to be taking calls about obese pets in America. Wow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Who's got the fattest cat? Tweet at us. <laughs> well, that's a fat cat. Did you see this picture? Wow, is that uh, fat? We'll post that for you. We have to really watch out for, I guess, pugs can get really, really fat. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We were at, uh, when we were at the RV park, some lady came walking up to us. We thought she was carrying a big brown pillow, and it had a little pug head sticking oh, out of it. Oh, boy. It was like sad. a Jabba the Hutt pug. That's sad. Yeah. It was it's just a big, abuse. round ball with a head sticking out. Yeah, wow. That's terrible. You know what we're going to do today? Study the world! Study the world? Rather ignore it. All right, let us study, study the world. Study the world. Yes, that's what we're going to do, and we'll introduce everybody in the squad to get started. There's our board operator, Michelangelo. 
Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing pretty good. My girlfriend has a cat, and I guess this is the thing you do in relationships, but I bought her a smart feeder. What this is is a automatic cat feeder. Mm-hmm. And so you can actually program from your cell phone, you know, when the, uh, when the cat eats and how much, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> You can program it from your phone. Yeah, I haven't opened it yet. It just arrived yesterday, so we'll see if this works. I'm and this is avoiding doing what I guess uh, people have been doing for centuries, is you, you dip a bowl in the cat food and set well, the bowl on the th- ground. this cat has, has issues. It can't eat you know, regularly. It has to eat like little amounts throughout the day. Otherwise, it throws up. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Yeah, so. And you'll end up with a fat cat. <laughs> no, that's your cat. The Call. cat, the cat Call eats out. too fast, and so it throws up if it has too much food. Uh, so so that's, you have to space it out. <laughs> that cat doesn't... Well, all right. Oh, boy. Just... That's hilarious. What are we going to say, Joe? <laughs> I'm, well, that cat is not really designed to be alive. You want you want to hear me it say something? It can't eat. You want to hear? I'll, I'll say something. I'm I'm ashamed of this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh-oh. I'm embarrassed by this, and I'm ashamed. Oh, of Oh boy! But this is the sort of thing that you do when you don't have kids. Once you have oh, kids, right. How fast your cat eats becomes a way down the ladder on concerns, and it just has to figure it out. Thing wants to eat it, it'll eat. If it pukes, it pukes. <laughs> exactly. Pukes too much, we'll get rid of it. Moving I, along. I used to, and my wife still mocks me for this. I used to butter. My dog's bread before I gave it to him. And you know why? What? Because he wouldn't eat it if it was unbuttered. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That's a smart dog. <laughs> what, did she, what did your dog need bread for anyway? So, Did it so, pair nicely with his wine? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It is cheese. I told you I was embarrassed to say it, but... But that's the sort of thing you may do before you have children. He only eats his apple if it's sliced <laughs> just so. Right. It's got to be in quarters, not halves. Uh, that's what you do when you don't have kids. Uh, there is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. Our assistant executive producer. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. An exciting Game of Thrones episode last night. Lacking in action, but deep in information. I'll have my full 30 seconds Game of Thrones yes. review coming up later today. I remember that back in the Sopranos days. All right, that's great. And all. Oh, shoot somebody! <laughs> One of those episodes. Um, there's Vincent, this uh, nation's most prominent Asian-American talk show personality. How are you, Vincent? Went to this uh, food truck slash music thing on Saturday, and we, I pre-gamed it because it was right down the street from where I live, so... Drank for free or very cheap in my place and then went to the food truck thing. And then uh, we were going to see the band there, but by the time we got to where the band was playing, they were packing up. Because we got a little waylaid along the way with the food yeah. and the booze and I've, I've Barack done that. Hussein Obama. I've done that myself. Whoops. Yeah, so it, it didn't work out very well. But uh, <laughs> it was too much sun, too much food, too much booze, and I'm, I'm hurting today. Yeah. I've uh, I've done that myself, where the pregame kind of overlaps whatever event, like football game or whatever concert. And next thing you know, you've missed the whole damn thing. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> but it happens. Uh, there is our uh, a newsman, Marshall Phillips. Sorry, Marshall. I'm doing very well today, August the 14th, busting out with celebrity birthdays. Yes. I have a sampling for you. Okay. You got singers. What do those celebrities think about the violence in Charlottesville? Marshall? You got you got singer songwriter. David Crosby, one of the true miracles of modern medicine, <laughs> turning 76 years old today. Wow. Who'd have bet he'd make it to 76? No kidding. No kidding. Net worth there, $40 million. He got him a used liver, didn't he? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, many, many parts. And yes. he's the father of Melissa Etheridge's boy. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Or girl. And then you've got one of our favorites, comedian, <laughs> comedian, actor, great writer, Steve Martin, 72 years old today. Net worth there, $110 million. You leave out banjo player? Yeah, that's, come on. That's his main ba- thing right, now. Banjo player, yeah. He's won yeah, Grammys. Yeah. That's his main thing now. And you got Basketball Hall of Famer, Irvin Magic Johnson, 58 years old, net worth at least $600 million. Would you say the net worth of uh, Steve Martin was? $110 million. Yeah. $110. He's got a lot of money. He decided very early on in life in his 20s that he was never going to buy anything on credit. He wouldn't buy anything until he could afford it. Mm. And he lived his whole life that way. So I would imagine he has a good amount of money. Tip yeah. the hat to Steve. He's on tour right now, I think, uh, playing the banjo, isn't he? Right. Yep. And uh, Magic Johnson, host of the fabulous Magic Johnson's uh, Magic Hour, or whatever that TV right. show was. <laughs> yeah, well, still, still memorable. It's just hilariously bad TV. What I want to know about all those celebrities is how fat are their pets? That's what I want to know, because that's all I'm talking about today. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. This is Monday, August 14th, the year 2017. We are Armstrong. You get in. We approve of this program. All right. Here's the beginning of the show, officially, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. But we're closely following the terrible events unfolding in Charlottesville, Virginia. We condemn in the strongest possible terms this egregious display of hatred, bigotry, and violence on many sides. On many sides. It looked to me like it's hard to tell because he was reading a statement, but it looked to me the mini sides part was one of his uh, patented add-ons to what was written. It looked to me like. That's funny. I haven't studied the video. Yeah, if you look, watch the video, he's, he's reading it, and then he does that thing where he does. He comes to the end of a sentence, and he looks out, and he throws in extra words, you know, yeah. where he usually says, really, really strong, or... Right. Terrible. Couldn't be more terrible. <laughs> Whatever right, he says. Right. I, I came to that same conclusion, too. Yeah, that I, if I had to pick, that would be the ad-lib line. I, so the extra one was clearly an ad-lib, but the, the original on many sides you think was an ad-lib? I think so. Look, Watching him do it. You should watch him do it. Well, I think it was, which means whoever wrote that statement was walking around backstage slapping their head. Oh, my God. <laughs> he just changed the meaning completely. <laughs> Although there is political violence on many sides. So... Yes, and if he hadn't said that, he wouldn't have all the problems he's had for the last 48 hours. Right. If he'd have left that out. Yeah. Which is, I think, what somebody wrote as a statement. But he, you know, he always he always has to add a little to every every sentence. Yeah. Yeah, That's I would agree. Um, I, would, I will tell you this, though, and I will tell you this proudly. Pets and, are really and, fast. Without hesitation. If you overfeed your pet, you are hurting it, yeah. and you need to stop. Yeah. No, what I was going to say was... The quote-unquote problem that the White House has and the problem that the United States has is somewhat different than the problem being portrayed in the mainstream media as usual. And we'll talk more about that. Joe will talk more about it. I will talk more about it. I will that. listen and watch and nod my head in agreement or shake my head in disagreement. We need to t- w- w- People are counting on us to take on the big issues of the day. Like fat pets. Where, where, is your, where is your courage, sir? At home. In a drawer. Well, go home and get it. Next to my son. Maybe you can be back by 7. What are our other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, protests and vigils and finger pointing after the violence in Virginia. We've got new action on North Korea and a major recall that could affect how you watch next week's solar eclipse. Stories coming up minutes from now. Armstrong and Getty. Wish the eclipse was today, then I wouldn't be here. Um, how does mailbag look? 
Oh, it's fine. It's nice. We have the uh, weekly shower thoughts for you. And then courageous speech and ideas from me as Jack curls up like a fat, fat cat enjoying its, its sunshine. I have nutrition information for feeding fish, cats, <laughs> dogs, <laughs> iguanas, all manner of pets. <laughs> Down, Hillary. So stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Clarification should have made. So is this event on Saturday, Vince, or Sunday? Saturday. Okay, son, you're feeling bad today, so it's the rarely seen two-day hangover. Yeah. What? So you're feeling bad two days later. Yeah. Did you accidentally drink paint thinner or what? That's well, when you get after it. I should have taken Sunday to revitalize and recharge and, and just rest, and I just kept running around doing stuff. Gotcha. Even the food, like the food trucks. Like, I, I bought food, and I shoved it into my mouth, but I couldn't tell if it was good or bad because I was so wasted. Mm. I was like, it's good quality chicken, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Fine. A two-day hangover. That's a rough one. Maybe good. It may be bad. Alcohol heightens the anticipation, uh, diminishes the performance. That's what uh, Shakespeare said. Really? He was talking about the lovemaking. He should shut up. But it's <laughs> it's true about it's chicken, too. <laughs> Mailbag. Yeah. All right, then. Here are your weekly shower thoughts as compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City. It's a big salty lake. You ever been there? Mm -hmm. It's very beautiful. Barren looking, though. And then you got the Great Salt Desert. One of the more amazing things I've ever seen in my life. And there it is. I've driven across it about 50 times. Utans are thinking, well, of course it is. It's there. It's amazing. It's crazy. If you haven't driven across it, you should. Do it immediately. Leave now. On to the shower thoughts. Most of the trash on the streets is from junk food, because people that don't care about their own health aren't going to care about the health of the planet. You yeah. think that's, uh, there's truth to that? I've never understood who are you that takes a whole bag of your McDonald's you finished and throws it out the window. Who are you? I would like to see those people caned. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see them executed or anything. No, I'd be for chopping their hand off. Well, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> How about just ten good lashes with the cane? How about an eye? Jeez. <laughs> it really appalls me. I really, I think the weekend has affected you. I think the ugliness of the weekend has caused you a screw to come loose. It is appalling, but you don't take someone's eye. Barbaric! It'd be a deterrent. How about second offense? A caning for the first offense, second offense, hand or an eye. I just How's I, your hand-eye coordination? Well, it's not so good anymore. We want one of them. My young children are appalled by it. I mean, how do you end up in a place where you think that's okay to throw giant bags of garbage out the window? Because you're a scumbag and an idiot and deserve a caning. Because your parents did it, I guess? I don't know. I don't know. I have no problem swallowing saliva while it's in my mouth. But once I spit it in a glass, it becomes disgusting to even think about swallowing it. It makes me want to throw up thinking about I, I it. I know. Isn't that crazy? It is. When I did that, uh, the genetic testing thing, and I had to fill an entire test tube with spit. You. It was icky. And yet, there's plenty of it in my mouth right now. 
I have full confidence that my taste in music is good until I'm playing it in front of others. <laughs> Isn't that true? Yeah. I was playing uh, my, my buddy Rich, the, the bass player from the Dead Flowers, some of Declan's new stuff, the uh, fabulous Radio Macbeth, the, the toast of Portland. Um, and uh, and it's funny. I love this stuff. It's really good music. It's quirky. It's great. And But as I was playing it, I was thinking, oh, God, I hope he likes it. I hope he thinks it's good because I've said it's good. And I'm like, well, come on. That's a good, that's a good shower thought. All right, this one's grim, <laughs> but it's it's interesting. My wife was talking to her six, said this about her six siblings. So there's a total, a total of seven kids in the family. One of us will attend six funerals, and one of us will attend none. Wow, that's interesting. That's so, uh, so obviously true. That's the sort of thing you should keep to yourself. Maybe you think of it, but you don't say it out loud. Hey... It's a nice family reunion. Everybody's enjoying themselves. We got some beer in the, to the cooler. We got the chicken on the grill that Vince can't taste because he's too hammered. What are you talking about death for? The only uh, exception? Family reunion hit by a, a meteor. There and everybody's go. wiped out at once. That's, there you go. Yeah. Boy, that's crazy. Um, I would give anything for one day to be a complete stranger to myself and see what I'm like. What people think from an outside perspective. Oh, God, that would be awesome. Yeah. Or horrifying. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm thinking, uh, well, I'm thinking it, it would be uh, like a lot of things in life. All you'd be able to see were the negatives. I'll bet I'll bet it'd take you half today, the day to focus on anything other than how you look. Oh, boy. Because you just rarely see yourself other than, you know, facing a camera. And it's right. when you see those candid shots that people regularly go on a diet or right. get a haircut or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's a chilling. Why is that too disturbing? The weekly shower thoughts are too disturbing. You know what I just realized? Hmm. There are days, like I've had days, uh, particularly on a motorcycle, <clears throat> where I'm having like, uh, I've had I've had a couple of close calls and I just, and I think I just shouldn't be driving today. I, uh, I, I, there's something, something ain't right. This is not a day to be out on the road. Hmm. Um, I feel that way talking today. Oh, yeah. I feel I, like today is a day I just shouldn't. I if I if I hesitate to say something, I should not say it because I just feel like my filter's out of whack today. I think hmm. I'm. I think I could easily have an accident today verbally. How interesting! And I'm just gonna take it easy. Wow. Okay. It might be boring, but it uh, won't it won't get me fired. Wow. Is it because of the news flow? Is yeah, I think stuff? so. Right. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the unraveling. Uh, moving along, have you heard about PETA being concerned about raping cows? No. I guess that's their new publicity stunt. No. I don't I Not, can't not even heard the phrase. Well, uh, Alvin in uh, Berserkly writes, uh, A.G., PETA is concerned about raping cows. What about battered shrimp? <laughs> Hilarious, Alvin. Who, Are you proud of yourself? Is somebody sexing up cows or what's going no, on? No, it's PETA. It's some sort of publicity stunt. Okay. Yes. Mm. Just wondering if everybody's too busy shopping for shoes to maybe <laughs> take a look at that and see what's going on. Apparently, uh, let's. Oh, this is good. Here's PC, not uh, politically correct. It's the uh, the gentleman's uh, uh, initials. Guys, I'm a fagophy. First time emailer. Friend of Armstrong and Getty over 15 years. It's one of the realities of the radio business, don't you know? Learn this at an early age. You will only hear from. An extremely small percentage of your listening audience uh, at any time. 
Now, it's less true now than it used to be when you would have to pen a, a letter or, or make a phone call. It's true of any now business. Now it's easy to reach out. True of any business, restaurant right. or anything. Right. So it seems that... that Too Peter- late! <laughs> I need to read the things, Joe. <laughs> what is it? Uh, they're equating artificial insemination with rape. Oh, because oh, wow. the animals yeah. cannot give their consent for a human oh, to engage. Oh, 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 that's a good one. That's in, a good one. Set activity. Oh, that's those, a good one. Those cows love it. Peta is good. <laughs> they're good. Yep. Those cows love it. They do. They enjoy having beautiful calves. That's what I meant. Uh, let's see, where were we? Ah, Fagafee, first-time emailer. I appreciate you calling out stupid school administrators uh, over the years. I thought you'd appreciate this one. My wife is a teacher in rural county, and her high school district is not allowing teachers to take their students outside to see the upcoming eclipse, even with eclipse-watching glasses. The district perceives some liability if a student looks at the sun without the glasses. So they're going to make sure the students remain indoors. Wow. If you live in the uh, zone of totality and you don't let the kids go out, I'd keep my kid home from school. Even the zone of partiality. F you. God, that is unbelievable. That, that is unbelievable. Uh, you know, he, he states the obvious. It's amazing how administrators' fear of being sued has turned them into complete spineless idiots. I'd love to hear your commentary on this. Our commentary on this, it, my friend, is that we are now a nation of cringing little cowards. Can you imagine a, a scientific opportunity like that? Spark a kid's interest in astronomy. It's just an amazing natural event. To take the proper precautions, then go out of doors is too terrifying. For a modern American school district. And the problem is there's not enough pushback against that. There's not enough teachers, school administrators, whoever on up the chain who are going to say, this is stupid, this is ridiculous. To make it a bigger issue nationwide, everybody just says, oh, okay, I guess we better not. Insurance says, company says we can't. I'm not sure if it's ever occurred to you, but uh, the kids who go to your school could stare at the sun any day they want. Every <laughs> single day they're at school. Cloudy, rainy days notwithstanding. They could stare at the sun and blind themselves while walking class to class. Uh-oh, what I've just said is going to mark a giant deficit spending era of hallway construction where your typical warm weather schools, they don't have separate pods and buildings and stuff like that. Oh, no, no, no. We've got to entire... How about a dome? A black dome over every school in America so no kid accidentally stares at the sun. <laughs> God, we are a cowardly, soft little nation of veal calves. Poor Chief Wiggum's kid standing out in the schoolyard staring at the sun. It's bright. My eyes are sunny. <laughs> We're doomed as a people. That is amazing. amazing. It's the unraveling. It's the, it's the veal cavening combined with the unraveling. I have to assume Marshall did not win the Powerball he is, as he is at work today. The drawing was when last night for eight hundred quintillion dollars. Um, uh, we've got his news. And I want to ask him about that. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. We just got this text. Jack, you already called for the popping out of litterers' eyes, and now you're worried about saying something that'll get you in a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's... Uh... There's a reason to believe you're correct. Your filter isn't working today. So, Marshall, did you win the Mega Millions Powerball over the weekend? Ah, Powerball was rotten to me. I won absolutely nothing. Powerball and Mega Millions both let me down. However... 
Powerball is now up to four hundred and thirty million dollars. Oh, I didn't realize that. Nobody yeah. won. Nobody won. Uh-uh. Mega Millions. Somebody won in Illinois. Four thirty. Yeah. Four hundred and thirty million dollars. That's a lot of money. Um, so let's get the news. Marsha Phillips. All right, we got protests, marches, and vigils held in cities around the nation yesterday after a white nationalist rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, over the weekend spawned fights and led to the death of a counter-protester and injuries to 19 others in a car-ramming attack. Police arresting a 20-year-old Ohio man accusing him of intentionally driving his car into that crowd. President Trump's initial response to the violence has been drawing some heat. We condemn in the strongest possible terms this egregious display of hatred, bigotry, and violence on many sides. On many sides. Critics want Trump to explicitly condemn white supremacists and hate groups. That's something Vice President Pence did today. We have no tolerance for hate and violence from white supremacists, neo-Nazis, or the KKK. And Pence says the president unambiguously condemned bigotry when he spoke out against the hatred on many sides. There's a big uh, march in New York or something where they're mm-hmm. chanting something about, uh, ho, ho, hey, hey, get rid of Trump and the KKK or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. 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 I think when uh, David Duke comes out and says, we're here to fulfill the promises of Donald Trump, then you got to specifically say, I'm not on your side, dude. What? Are, yeah, exactly. What are you talking about? You and I don't have anything in common, or much in common. Or I would have said something, if you're talking about my promises of better wages for workers, blah, 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 that list. But if you mean any of your racial attitudes, those are not my promises. I think he's got to specifically do that when the, the leader at the rally said, invoked Trump's name. Remember this popped up during the campaign, David Duke's name, and do you disavow Trump? And Trump would be like, I don't know him, I need to look into this, I need to... And he would... Well, well, my theory on this has always been... I disavow, all right? I disavow. My my theory on this has always been that Trump is not a racist, but he thinks a lot of white Southerners are racists, and he's playing to their attitudes. Right. Which is interesting. But what I do want to know, and I haven't... I I, I didn't take in uh, as much reporting as I could on this. Is there any indication that the white supremacists got violent at this rally? Do we know that or not? Other than the guy who drove the car through the crowd, which is obviously violent and Did horrifying. they initiate the violence? Yeah, yeah. Right. that's what I want to know, because uh-huh. you do get to show up in America right. as a white supremacist or neo-Nazi or whatever and, and march and protest. You get to do that. That's I, part of the deal. I would suggest to you the difference between uh, the, the seminal, incredibly important, moving, uh, amazing moment in the 70s when the uh, Illinois Nazis, I hate Illinois Nazis, when the Illinois Nazis uh, petitioned to march in Skokie, Illinois, which is a heavily Jewish suburb, uh, the Supreme Court ruled, yeah, they had that right, and then there was an amazing police presence, and these right. d- moron, numbskull, dip-ass wastes of skin marched through Skokie. The difference between then and now is now you get to beat them up. And I'm telling you, we've been telling you for a long time, if you wink and nod at political violence... Berkeley, I'm looking at you. Seattle, Portland. If you're going to wink and nod because you agree with the people uh, perpetrating that political violence and you don't express an a non-negotiable, 100% blanket rejection of political violence, what did we tell you 
was going to happen. And it's happening. And it's going to keep happening. And and I tell you what, if Donald Trump is at once a gifted communicator and an awful, awful communicator. All he had to do was more skillfully read that statement right. and say we reject the bigotry and the racism and the hate. Period. And we reject political violence from all sides. Period. That would have been great. Well, here's the question. Do you think he avoids that clear talk because he doesn't want to turn off actual racists? I don't know, but I don't feel confident saying no 100%. I mean, in the same way that, you know, the, the, and, and they're never freaking called to account for it. The, the radical, ugly left. Mm-hmm. What, what, tell me when Nancy Pelosi's called out Antifa and those people and the anarchist types. She doesn't. She won't because they're important to her coalition. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know that I. I mean, that's, of course, she's that's not fair. the POTUS either. That's right. fair. She's not. Right. The, she, well, that's also right. She's not the president, and I don't want to play that game. They do this, so we're going to do that. He should have come out and said, "I don't." David Duke is not fulfilling my promises. If you mean blah blah blah. Right. I'm just. I. I will. I have, and I will continue to be consistent. Both sides. He should. She should. Um, so I saw this story. White nationalists are being outed on Twitter, and one lost his job. So they're going through the videos, and like if you right. recognize people are that are there, then you get fired or something. Right. That's cook- an interesting way to handle that sort of thing in the modern era. Yeah, Cook had a uh, place in Berkeley, in Berkeley, California. Hot dog got, place. Yeah, hot, hot dog, dog place yeah. got fired uh, after he uh, turned up on some of the videos. He lost his gig <laughs> slinging tube steaks in Berkeley. <laughs> yes. That's too bad. Yes. Well, those the, the, uh, once again back to the optics. What are you living optics. in Berkeley for as a white supremacist? I don't know. Maybe just finishing up school, trying to get start, things started. Yes, Vincent. Back to the optics. The the tiki torches, which are kind of laughable, but uh, at night. Yeah, we got to talk about the tiki. Dudes. We got to talk about the tiki torch corporation. Yeah. That's a funny angle of this story. Amazon. They've made their statement. Oh boy! <laughs> Amazon's given refunds to people who bought counterfeit, potentially shoddy solar eclipse glasses on its website. The online retailers can contacting shoppers who bought the glasses that Amazon says may not comply with Durr. industry standards. Yeah, they may blind you. Whoops. I'm going with the welding goggles. That's what everybody's <laughs> recommended to me. You can welding get them at any goggles. Home Depot or anywhere. Interesting. Yeah. You and the boy going to be standing out there with welding goggles yes, on, looking absolutely. up at the sky. Exactly. What a sight. Get one mouth. of those rubber smocks, too, that they wear. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to stand there with our mouths open, because that's the kind of people we are. <laughs> looking at the leather. Sun. I don't know much about welding. Uh, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Your forearms glistening with sweat. <laughs> Remember, don't move it down with your hand. you got to nod your... you got to jerk your head up and down. That's so right. Come down <laughs> <back>. <laughs> I know when you wanted to jump in on the Charlottesville thing, Sean, we'll have time because I have a feeling we're going to talk about it again. <laughs> oh, no. uh, it's the point. unraveling of America. Yeah, you need to explain what you mean by that. We've got uh, more statements by more people on all sides, like Lindsey Graham, I thought, did a pretty good, strong job yesterday on one of your talk shows as the uh, senator from South Carolina on how you disavow these people. Uh, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
And sadly, we must begin with the events in Charlottesville, Virginia, where one person was killed and 19 injured after a car, a car ploughed into protesters following a rally of white nationalists. It was truly a weekend of horrifying images. We saw Nazi flags uh, and marchers carrying torches, uh, tiki torches, by the way, because nothing says white nationalists quite like faux Polynesian kitsch. And, <laughs> and so the Tiki Torch Corporation came out and put out a statement. And they're in favor of Nazism? And they say we, uh, Tiki Torches are meant just, I should have the actual statement because it's pretty funny. Maybe you can come up with that, Sean. But... Yeah, I've got it here. Okay. It's a Tiki brand is not associated in any way with the events that took place in Charlottesville and are really? deeply saddened and disappointed. <laughs> oh, see, that's funny because I'd assume they were pro-Nazism. <laughs> we do not support their message or the use of our they products do? in this way. Or we, they, they do they not. They don't. Our, okay. our products are designed to enhance backyard gatherings and clan meetings and to help <laughs> family and friends meetings? connect with each other. So they're not in favor of clan oh, meetings. That is so funny. Because... I mean, <laughs> God dang it. Oh. it. You know, it is simultaneously our, our hilarious products, and sickening. Our products are designed to enhance backyard gatherings. <laughs> so if, <laughs> you know, it could be they're, they're crazy like a fox. Um, oh, that's, that's true. That's, that's true. They got a very good point. They got, H- they honey, got, uh, wouldn't our next backyard gathering be enhanced by some tiki torches? Exactly. <laughs> oh man, it's hilarious! So now we got to go through like the news footage, and there's some one of the Nazis is wearing a pair of Nike running shoes. So Nike's got to come out and say we in no way associate with white supremacists. Or are they wearing Apple watches as he transitions into a different story? We're going to talk more about this in just a couple of minutes. Yes, we're going to try to give you something different. Yes. Because everybody's saying exactly the same thing everywhere, yes, and then yes. if we're if we're doing that, then you know what are we doing? So we'll try to do that. Um, so this might be a new way to judge television. So Apple Watch, I gotta believe Apple Watches are pretty popular among the Game of Thrones crowd. It seems like a good Venn diagram crossover, doesn't it? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I could buy that. Sure, Apple Watches and Game of Thrones people, but uh, yeah, anyway. upscale, hip, aware. Um, I suppose you could have anything if you got a, one of those fitness apps on some sort of thing you wear on your wrist. And they um, they measure what moments in the Game of Thrones episode spiked your heart rate the most. And then if you're on the app, it reports the data back. And they uh, so they can actually get that information. And then I don't know if you're going to start crafting shows around that to try to get people's heart rates up. Yeah, will this be like the new focus group mm-hmm. sort of studying in a way to kind of figure out which advertisings are effective or which shows are really, you know, keeping people's attention, et cetera, we, et cetera. We gave six old people a heart attack. It must have been very <laughs> successful. Right. More of those shows. Right. Yeah. You have a bonus to the director for that. That is something. That'd be uh, fun during a sporting event. Oh, geez. Look at the, like, average heart rate or whatever measure they measure. I might be horrified if I actually saw what my heart rate did on some sporting events. Blood pressure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. See how close you came to stroking out just because the guy made an interception. Ah! Um, God, I keep having things pop into my head, and I, I, I told you, I don't, I don't feel like my filter's right today. Oh, boy. And so I'm, I'm going to lean toward... When was the last time you changed your filter? I'm going to lean toward not saying things rather than saying things. Because I, just, I, just, I can feel that I'm in a zone where I would say something that would be too far and get get myself in big trouble. Well, we got the dump button for the air, but the, the unfiltered goes over the uh, the computers, right? Yeah, People that's right. People streaming and, That'd be and stuff. That'd be enough. That'd be enough. You get c- captured, put on a YouTube video. Sure. It's out sure. and about. Yep.
Uh, all of you on that show. Maybe are, I could go back to working at that leather store I worked in 30 years ago. <laughs> all of you on this show are a bunch of uh, vaginas, in uh, in effect, is what this person is saying. Wow, that's uh, that's interesting. Very hurtful. For what reasons, sir or madam? Uh, around this whole Charlottesville story, apparently. All right. So, uh, about what? you got to be more specific than uh, Well, that. their first text is 99% of violence in headaches. 99% of violence in headaches come from non-whites and media, including you two eunuchs. Encourage it because you're too cowardly to speak the truth. You're a bunch of vaginas. I bet if I smelled the studio, it would smell like a big vagina. <laughs> That's what the text says. You know, <laughs> there was no need to read that email. There's certainly no need to write it or send it. I think I'll block that person. We should take the text uh, line out of Uncle Jack's hands. No, don't block it. Yeah, see, exactly. I don't even have the ability to filter the texts today. Don't block them. I should have deleted it at least. Well, that's like, yeah, don't go to the zoo and block the lions because they eat impalas. I want to see. I want to hear. Oh, and one crazy. And uh, like I said, we got more. One more thing on the Charlottesville coming up. I want. I want to play what all everybody in the media was saying. Give you one little clip, but it's uh, what everybody was saying all weekend long. And I want to ask, do you think that's true or not? And like what Lindsey Graham said, uh, is that what the president should have done? Yeah. I said, I'm going to wear welding goggles. We got uh, one text from somebody who said, welding goggles won't work according to NASA. You're going to blind your child. Even though I've heard it's been recommended welding goggles by 50 different people. Uh, anyway, yeah, so what people? Welding goggles for the Eclipse need to be grade shade 12 or higher. That's what everybody's saying. There I've, you been, go. I've been looking for them. They're hard to find. Home Depot has shade 5. Those those are the blindy ones. <laughs> <laughs> don't wear those. Don't buy the blindy ones. Yeah, I don't want the blindy ones. So there's uh, been a near unanimity in, in the American media talking about Charlottesville. What are they getting right? What are they getting wrong? As usual, it's it's a lot of virtue signaling and rushing to uh, to spout what is correct, politically correct, but it's more complicated than they're portraying it. Perhaps we should light a candle to get that smell out of here. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> 